Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Digging Deeper with Mandy and Erica. I'm Mandy. And I'm Erica. If you're new, thanks for tuning in and welcome. This is a podcast about digging deeper into God's Word to learn it, understand it, and share it with you. That's right, guys. Before we get started, well, let's just introduce what we're doing today. Today, we're still in our study about Jezebel. Boom. So, before we get started, can I tell a little story? Yep. Okay, this one time yesterday... <laughs> Okay. I found about this book that I wanted to go get. So I messaged Erica and said, hey, you want to go get a book with me? And she said, yeah, which is you. And uh, we went and I looked online. They said that they had it and everything. In my mind, I was buying two, one for me and one for Erica, because she said that she wanted one. So we get there and one there. No, no copy. Found. We looked through all kinds of crazy stuff, but yeah. we didn't find the book. So then I went back and forth and this one book caught mine i'm like i don't really know why because it's really like a dreary looking book so then my daughter's like look at that it's this book right here it says on her knees memoir of a prayerful jezebel how crazy is that because we're in the middle of a study on jezebel and that just like god yeah the, the book that I wanted wasn't there, but the book that is about the study that we're doing is um, there. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's And the my daughter pointed it out. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, that's crazy. And just a heads up, this is not a Christian book. It's in the Christian section, and it says it's a Christian book, but it's not a Christian book. Because if you know anything from our store, our, our, what's it called? Series? Study? I don't study? know. Study? Yeah. Jezebel is evil in the Bible. Yeah. Very, there is very, not very. one good thing said about Jezebel. No. And to say that you're a prayerful Jezebel? Well, you know. To label yourself as that? I, well, you know, when I first read the cover at the bookstore, I was like, okay, so this, if this is a Christian book, obviously this is a woman who once identified as a Jezebel, but has been saved and repented, and this is her memoir. And I thought, that okay, I can get it. I can come along with that. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. Not at all what this book is at all. This is about basically bragging about having a sexually immoral lifestyle and calling yourself Christian at the same time, which is not possible. Well, this ties in so well with what we're talking about here today because this, we're going to get into it, but just, I don't know, preface to what we're going to be yeah. saying is. This woman here is a modern-day Jezebel, but then she covers it up saying that God's okay with it. God is not okay with it. He hates sin. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you knowingly don't repent of your sin, he's not going to be... He won't overlook that. No. You're nev- he's never going to be okay with that. No. Because that's Satan. That's guiding you in that sin yep is there any more we want to say on this book don't buy it yeah don't see in the asherah we're going to get into what asherah is and it's exactly what this book is about it's about sexual immorality and witchcraft which there's not too much with witchcraft in it but that's what this is and that's what jezebel came from and brought into Israel to be their national religion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let me preface real quick before we dive in so everybody knows where we are. 
Um, okay, so we started off this new series, study, whatever, uh, last week, mm-hmm. and it was, what did we call it? Just a study on Jezebel? I forget. I don't think we gave it a proper title. Uh, well, sorry, guys. But anyway, That's last, how we do. at the, bleh, the very first podcast was just the introduction, background, history, uh, context. We had to figure out where we were in the story. So if you didn't get a chance to watch that, I encourage you to do that. Because uh, it will bring you up to speed and put it, it, it'll just puts you right in the in the story. Yeah. Little overview, real quick. Um, the story of Jezebel is found between First Kings chapter sixteen and Second Kings nine, uh, with one mention in Revelation two. Now, not all of that part of the Bible is about Jezebel, but Jezebel has a few lines where she speaks, and there's some references to her in various spots in in that part of the Bible. So when we were studying, um, we decided to tackle today as in grabbing a couple random verses that are about Jezebel, about her character, Mm -hmm. putting them together and studying those. And I think that's the best way to approach the topic today. Yeah. So so this is kind of like the summary of the attributes of the woman and the queen Jezebel. And then after we get through this, I don't know how long this, this could take two or three weeks probably, just this part. Yeah. And then there's one more pretty lengthy story in first kings about her and a discussion she has with her husband and how they acquire this vineyard and we're going to tackle that totally separately on its own because that's kind of more like jezebel as a wife yeah um so we're going to reserve that for later so today we're just going to talk about her as a woman and um kind of like her position in society she was a queen i don't think anyone watching our podcast is a queen (laughs) nah but we all have positions of influence, whether it be in your family, maybe at your job or with your friends, whatever. So we all this is a, that this is a story that's relatable to all of us. Yes. All right. You want to get started? Yeah. So with that being said, let's just go ahead and read those couple verses that we pulled out of the Bible and put together um, just so we see what the Bible says. I'm going to read through all of them and then we'll just talk about it. Yep. OK. OK. First Kings sixteen twenty nine. In the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, the son of Omri, began to reign over Israel, and Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years. And Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. And as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, he took for his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbel, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Bel and worshipped him. He erected an altar for Bel in the house of Bel, which he built in Samaria, and Ahab made an Asherah. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. Most of this we tackled in last week's podcast. So if you want to come get up to date with us where we are in the context and the story, go back and watch the last one. We're going to focus on verse 33 today about the Asherah and what that is and why that's so significant. But on to the next verse that we're going to read today. Okay, 1 Kings 18, 3 and 4. And Ahab called Obadiah, who was over the household. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. And when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifties in a cave and fed them with bread and water. See, for example, guys, this is not necessarily about Jezebel, but it mentions her and something that she did. In this case, 
she killed off the Lord's prophets in Israel. So this is why we read this today, because it just shows us a little bit of her character. Just killed him for no reason. She <laughs> didn't like him. I guess not. Okay, 1 Kings 18.19, so a little bit further down in the same chapter. This is Elijah speaking to Ahab. Now, we're not going to talk about that, but again, it does mention Jezebel, so we're going to read it. Now, therefore, send and gather all Israel to me at Mount Carmel and the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So she kills off the Lord's prophets and replaces them with prophets of Baal and Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. Now, if just to give you a little more context, in, the, in this story, there's been three years of a famine in the land. Nobody's eating. Nobody's drinking. People are dying and suffering. But the prophets of Baal and Asherah that Jezebel brought into the land, she's supporting them entirely. She is the queen of the land, so she has the resources to be able to do something like that. But you can see who she supports. Right? The wrong people. Right. And we're going to talk more about Baal and Asherah because this is really important what's being said here. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Second Kings 9.6. This is talking about another man, Jehu. This happens later on in the story. Jehu becomes the next king and he is tasked by God to wipe out the house of Ahab. And this is where he's given the orders by God through a prophet. So he arose and went into the house. That's Jehu. And the young man poured the oil on his head, saying to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anoint you king over the people of the Lord over Israel, and you shall strike down the house of Ahab your master, so that I may avenge on Jezebel the blood of my servants the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab every male bond or free in, in Israel." And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha, or Baasha, the son of Ahijah. And the dogs shall eat Jezebel in the territory of Jezreel, and none shall bury her. Then he opened the door and fled. <laughs> That's the prophet. <laughs> it's kind of unrelated, but it is a funny story. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. There's a lot of funny things if you read through the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay, two more. Second Kings 9, 22, so a little bit further in the same chapter. And when Joram saw Jehu, he said, is it peace, Jehu? Joram is the current king. Um, remember, Jehu's coming to wipe him out, and but he doesn't know that. He sees Jehu and says, is it peace? And Jehu answers and says, what peace can there be so long as... <laughs> So long as the whorings and the sorceries of your mother Jezebel are so many. And then the last verse we're going to cover today. Revelation 2, 18 through 24. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira write the words of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your works, your love and faith and service and patient endurance and that your latter works exceed the first. But I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her sexual immorality. Behold, I will throw her onto a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her I will throw into great tribulation unless they repent of her works. 
and I will strike her children dead, and all the churches will know that I am he who searches the mind and heart, and I will give to each of you according to your works. But to the rest of you in Thyatira who do not hold this teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden. Okay, that was kind of a lot, but that's all those miscellaneous verses that we grabbed and put together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you think, Mandy? I don't even know where to start. <laughs> There's so much information here that, like, once you dig into it, it's huge and deep and wide mm-hmm. and all the other things. I have a secret I need to tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I was really looking forward to doing this podcast with you specifically you tonight (laughs) as opposed to somebody else yeah right because i can't wait to hear you talk about idolatry and adultery (laughs) thanks for those who are not as familiar with our (laughs) podcast when she says those words they're identical and i can never tell which one she's saying they're both the same thing yeah yeah they're (laughs) the same thing but (laughs) one means something different than the other can you just say them both real quick? <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> I need everyone to hear so they know. <laughs> <laughs> Adultery. Which Adultery. One was, which one was which? <laughs> Idol was the first one. Okay. And Adultery. Uh, uh, Idol's the second one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, in the past, I've had to make her clarify every time she said well, it was. if it needs clarified, it needs clarified. We all know that I can't speak very well. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I put down three points here. Okay. What are your three points? Here's the three points. If we could summarize um, the character of Jezebel as portrayed by those verses in scripture, I would say number one. She's in a position of influence and leadership, okay? That's not necessarily bad, but the way she used that, she was really, she she used it for bad. She was a queen, okay? So she was over top of all of Israel. And even in Revelation, and just, just to clarify, in Revelation, we're talking about a modern-day church. So it's not the same Jezebel that we read in the Old Testament, but it's a woman in a church. I say it's the Jezebel spirit. It That'll never be. come out of Erica's mouth, but that's what I say it is. It's the Jezebel spirit. But you can take it for what you want. It could be. It could be anyone who is um who has the similar attributes of Jezebel. Yeah. That's why you call it a spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't I obviously, it persuades them to do the bad things. What persuades the who? spirit, the Jezebel spirit. Uh, are you saying it's like an actual spirit? Mm-hmm. It's not biblical, but that's what I say it is. Okay. <laughs> it's never mentioned as a Jezebel spirit, but it's mentioned in Revelation in that church. Yeah. Well, okay, and a good point is is if it happened in Revelation in the New Testament church back then, you can be sure it's happening today. And yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. Yep, same thing. So take the warning that was in Revelation for that church today. Yeah. So you can find it in a church, you can find it in a person you can find it in yourself, probably. Uh, well, yeah, I think some. Uh, yeah, if you're honest with yourself. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah, so that was the point. So this woman has a position position of power and influence. 
Can I just say, can we apply it to today? Well, that's the point. <laughs> that's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> Look at all the influencers. Oh. You just said influence. The influencers that we watch on social media that just we idolize. Yes. There ain't no Christian one that I've ever seen anybody idolize. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, yep. So... If you're idolizing something, yeah, it's probably not a good thing. Probably and not. And they're not promoting anything good either. No. I can tell you that. Well, that's true. Okay, go on. Well, but that was right. Influencers, of course. Um, but it could be in the church. It could be um, in your marriage. Like you have influence over your kids. Mm -hmm. You have influence over your husband, over your friends, your family. So what I'm trying to say is um, it's everyone. <laughs> you all have some sort of influence on someone else. So... It does, just doesn't apply to, let's say, the vice president. I'm just giving an example. And it can be in men, too, found in men. Yeah. So it's not just gender-specific. Right. It's both. Mm -hmm. The two genders. Male, right. female. Okay. So she holds this power of influence over other people, but she uses it in a bad way, leading them into sin. Notably sexual sin and witchcraft and witchcraft but well yeah well, that was that was the second point oh well my bad i'm That's always okay. trying to jump ahead <laughs> well that okay so the second point is she's also leading people away from god and into idolatry slash witchcraft is what i wrote because that's what jezebel did when she came into israel she she literally killed all of the lord's prophets got them out of there and replaced them with prophets of baal and asherah yeah Last week, we kind of went over what Baal was. Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> so this week, I guess we're going to go over what Asherah is. I think it's really important because it ties back into the first one, too, to the sexual sin. Yeah, it's all intertwined there. Okay, last point, and then we'll talk about Asherah. She persecutes those who work for the Lord or those people who are doing the Lord's work. You know, it's it's not enough for her to just introduce and lead people to introduce evil and lead people into evil, into sin, away from God. But she actually persecutes those people who hold to God's ways. So, you know, if this was modern day times, it would be pe people holding on to traditional forms of Christianity, um, traditional doctrines, purity, things like that. Those people who advocate that, she persecutes. They'd be dead. Yeah, well, yeah, she literally, she, she could kill them or, you know, just make fun of them. That book was all about that. Yeah. Mocking, making fun of, um, any sort of persecution of anybody who advocates for sexual purity, um, Christian morality. It just all goes principles, against... standards. Yeah. Anybody who stands for that specifically because it's God's way. Mm -hmm. She hates them. Hates them. Yeah. Okay. So, to really understand the depths of Satan, Jezebel. <laughs> Same thing there. <laughs> right. We've got to understand Asherah. Yeah. Uh, Asherah is... All right, guys, we're going to end it right here. Um, if you want to find out what Asherah is, come back next week as we explain what it is. And then the week after that, we're going to explain witchcraft... Is that it in the third one? Yeah. <laughs> Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Sorcery. By itself. Mysticism. Yeah. All Eastern of that. religion. All, all, all of that. <laughs> so 
come back next week. Thanks, guys.